KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Lurking behind the lunatic car chases, the preposterous plot turns, and the paranoid gloom of unknown is a grandiose plan to end world hunger with a new strain of corn that can grow in any climate. This botched thriller is an old strain of corn that does best in a climate of stupefaction. It mixes and mismatches jagged fragments of Jason Bourne, Alfred Hitchcock, Total Recall, and Mel Gibson's underappreciated conspiracy theory. Although underappreciation isn't a risk for a movie that amounts to the stillborn identity. The setting is Berlin. Liam Neeson is Dr. Martin Harris, an American scientist who has come with his loving wife to attend a biotech conference. Or is he Martin Harris? After four days in a coma following a grotesquely overproduced accident, the whole film is grotesquely overproduced, Martin wakes up to find that his wife, who's played by January Jones, doesn't know him, and another man has taken over his identity. The other Martin, played by Aidan Quinn, isn't as gloomy as Liam Neeson's Martin. He's just dull. There's an intriguing idea here. What good is a sense of self if no one else acknowledges it? But what good is an idea if it's trampled by action sequences that play like a demo reel from a special effects house and undercut by sloppy writing that starts with an absurdly implausible decision Martin makes while he and his wife are checking in at the Adlon Hotel? Those action sequences take a terrible toll on Berlin's taxis. Three of them, all late-model Mercedes sedans, are totaled in the course of accidents or chases that evoke another Mel Gibson movie, Mad Max, except that this time the driving is done either by Martin, who specializes in hurtling backwards at warp speed, or by Diane Kruger's Gina, a beautiful but illegal Bosnian immigrant. She works as a waitress when she isn't moonlighting behind the wheel of a cab like a Grand Prix champion in Mufti. Bruno Gantz, who plays an ecstasy secret cop, looks even sadder than he did two decades ago as an angel surveying Berlin and wings of desire. The script takes a worse toll on logic. One of the high points of its silliness comes when Martin, R. Martin, not the other guy, tracks Gina down after they've shared a near-death experience, then neglects to ask any searching questions about it. Instead of Martin, it's the writers who have amnesia. They were Oliver Butcher and Stephen Cornwell, the son of John le Carré. The director was Jaume Colliet Serra. This is one of those movies in which important things don't get said because the filmmakers aren't interested in the give and take of real conversation. They use their characters to tick off plot points, set up situations, or plunge themselves into predicaments and logic be damned. On the other hand, all of the nonsense piled on nonsense does provide some measure of pleasure. Unknown gets better by getting worse. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I will be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.